Deezer Originals. Now. It's time for Strong and Stable. Strong and Stable, 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 Strong and Stable. Hello and welcome to Extra Strong, Extra Stable, the extra special bonus addition to Strong and Stable. A bit like Strictly, it takes two, the Great British Bake Off, an extra slice, or the Emmys, the White Supremacy Edition. <laughs> I'm James O'Brien and I'm here with comedians Mark Steele, Tiff Stevenson and Josh Widdicombe. And this week we're asking, why aren't there more right-wing comedians? And no, Liam Fox doesn't count. Mm-hmm. It does seem that comedians are generally left of centre, although I understand the Chuckle Brothers had a hand in the last Tory manifesto and Nigel Farage is known to love a gag. Not across his mouth, though, sadly. It was interesting to read Jack D saying in the Radio Times this week that he wants comedians to be independent of politics. D said, I don't want them to be hailing a new type of government. I've always thought it was my job to question all of it. He also said topical comedy becomes a bit like doing crosswords. The gags that you all arrive at are going to be pretty much the same because the subjects are the same. I'd add to that, actually. Mel Brooks, who I heard interviewed this morning, talking about um, uh, his view that political correctness has been a great enemy of, of, of modern comedy um, for, for a whole variety of reasons, basically being someone has to be the target of the joke. You have to be able to take the mickey out of somebody, and if you can't take the mickey out of anybody, then, then you can't do comedy. Mark, wh- wh- why aren't there more right-wing comedians? You've counted them in and counted them out, haven't you, sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, when I began, there was a marvellous chap who did a wonderful routine about Lord Palmerston. And, uh, <laughs> But it wasn't. What I mean by that is, it wasn't such a dearth when 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 alternative comedy kicked off. It was pushing back against something. I don't think many comics are either primarily left or right or political in any sense. I don't think you can be if you're a comic. That wouldn't be your first port of call, would it? Would be once I could see that sort of complaint really. If you're thinking right, the first thing is I'm going to support this particular cause, and that's the reason you're doing something. Uh, it's very hard to be a comic then because mm. you. It, you're trying to advance an agenda. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's the pomposity. That's what. That's probably what we are all against, isn't mm. it? Is that you know, once someone becomes particularly pompous, you just want to take the piss, whatever their cause is, in a way. But in the nineties, I mean, when I was when I was first watching the, te- I mean, loads of comics were brilliant. They weren't all right wing or racist or anything like that. That's that's nonsense. They weren't. But it was acceptable to say some pretty... Outright. I remember seeing a comic on the telly say, uh, on a Saturday night programme, go, I've never hit my wife in anger. It's always been a pleasure. Right? Oh. Now, that sort of joke was just... Con- that, to say, well, I don't think you should be allowed to say that on Saturday night at half past eight on BBC One. You can't go, oh, political correct. If you can't yeah. even justify giving your missus a good idea. Shed. At least after <laughs> the watershed. <laughs> at least sure. put it in context and say what the woman did. <laughs> There's a, there's a line on a poster for, for when um, Vivian Lee did Taming of the Shrew with Laurence Olivier, and it says something not, not dissimilar. It says sometimes, and it would be about, about mid-60s or something, sometimes women just deserve a good, a good right. slap or something like that on a poster for a Shakespeare play. So it wasn't really? just comedy. No, it was completely normal. He was terribly sexist, Shakespeare. Wasn't he? <laughs> Terrible. What he got away with? You wouldn't be able to get away with that now. Well, is there a liberal bias then, Tiff? In, 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 I mean, because Mark's right. You, you kind of, it isn't, it isn't binary, is it? It's not, it's not no, left right, but think, liberal maybe. I think you, we just all have to be sort of try and be reasonable about it. I suppose. I mean, my 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 angle has always been to try and punch up. 
where I where I think I can, and this gets talked about mm-hmm. loads, you know. But where it's where it's people who who can take it, you know, and that whether that is someone who's in an, a, a position of extreme power like Theresa May, or whether it's the Kardashians whose money and wealth and ubiquity protect them from the blows of my. Uh, my comedy jabs <laughs> and the lash of my tongue. <laughs> You'll bring them down eventually, don't worry. But, you know. Stealth. Yeah, yeah, rather than, you know, and sometimes it's interesting because I don't think America has quite caught up to that extent when I watch a lot of, I sort of did Montreal last year and obviously a lot of the American comics, you know, uh, it, they didn't have that same level of, I mean, Nish and I were at a gig together and some of the stuff we were watching before we went on, we were like, you just that just wouldn't happen here you know so people coming out just kind of like doing stuff about like hope like homeless people and how you know or like opening routines with like when you're in the i mean i can give you a direct quote and you'll probably have to cut it out but there was one comic who opened a recording that we were doing with when you're in the strip club and uh the stripper's there and she pulls a bottle out of her ass and it's covered in fecal matter and then you're the next comic about to go up and you go well so where do we go from there really where do yeah. we go? You just wouldn't. It's difficult, isn't it? Because you've got to rewrite your set when they've done <laughs> stuff you were going to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's just bad manners, isn't it? Yeah, I, mean, I do the fecal matter bottle stuff. It's Come on! Just, well, I was going to, I was actually going to reenact it and that's, you know, tread on your toes. Really, really, no, no. So um, they, don't, just they don't see it as, they just see it as all shared material, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like jokes um, in the 60s about Irish blokes, isn't it? Or just, or just someone on stage just like doing an Indian accent as like mm. part of their act. You still talk about the gig with Nish? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, actually you, should, you could probably ask them about this, but yeah, there's a little bit there's much less it seems to have affected American comedy much less or there'd be much more sort of whereas here I don't see it as much as like sort of vaginas are disgusting and aren't women awful you know and what they do I mean look at their vaginas after they gave birth to the to our child you know like there's a lot more of that I think that goes on there's a kind of like but that's political isn't it it's a bit like the sort of thing you know you can sit you know I remember sort of as a as a kid you know I first got started interesting political things and stuff and if if the neighbours were round or whatever they could sit there moaning about immigrants and stuff like that and go and then if you if you if you said well no not I don't think it's right to blame all of you. Oh, stop going on about your politics because yeah, it's yes, only when yes. you're challenging it. Also, just on the um, the subject of whether it's funny or not, I, I remember when I was doing a program about Chaplin, the brilliant quote where he's talking. So it's Chaplin writing in you know, when he wrote his uh, autobiography, nineteen thirty or whatever, and he said. Yeah, talking about a scene in one of his films of someone on a balcony with an ice cream and the top of the ice cream falls off and it goes down the back of the neck of someone standing below. And he said that person standing below whose neck it goes down has to be someone who's obviously wealthy. Mm. Otherwise, it's not funny. Yeah. It's if it's it's someone who's pompous and yeah. grand and yeah. stood there in all this finery and now they've got an ice cream going down there, and then it's funny if it was just some poor old sod yeah. that's you'd think no it just wouldn't be yeah. as funny. It is a, that's perfectly the punching up thing or pom- yeah, yeah, pomposity yeah. of those that you feel can kind of take. But that you know, but then there's always exceptions to that, isn't there? Well, what there's do you think Jack D means then? What do you think? I think means? he means people that are openly kind of going, and this is why you should vote Labour. Or and this is why I'm pro corp. It maybe I don't know. I mean, there are. I I don't even think I'm becoming sort of less left wing than I am. What than I was? Sorry, than I am. That doesn't even make sense. Uh, I'm finding myself <laughs> over the last move, hour and a half. 
Just, I think the left's kind of lost its way with infighting a bit mm. at the moment. It'd be so, if... so I'm maybe I'll just go right wing. I, I mean, think, it's I a, as, as a career move. As a career move, I tell you what, I would get. Market, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if your heart's in it, having spent the last. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think would be interesting would be if. Um, if we get to a situation where Jeremy Corbyn's the Prime Minister, it'll be fascinating yeah. to see how um, the kind of satire shows deal with that. Because um, what's well, been quite interesting... still willing, you're willing to mock Corbyn. I'm still willing to mock Corbyn. Do you know what's interesting on the, with the last yeah. leg is yeah. obviously, to, particularly during an election time, you have to legally be yeah. balanced. They're literally tallying up mm. the jokes you make either way. So they're saying you've, you've got to do more... They're Corbyn actually counting joke. jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the, politically, be, everyone's Because you can't surely. get in trouble with the... Of course the, not, for impartiality. Um, for impartiality, yeah. To joke. But so, you're, that, that's seen very much as a liberal programme, isn't it? Yes, definitely. And we, I think we've almost got in trouble. That's why they're now joke right. counting. But right. particularly during a, an election. Mostly during election periods. Although often yeah. probably governor, thank God for podcasts. It's like the Wild I, West. <laughs> 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 but then, you, you, you know, it's quite interesting how, how we've... Because we clearly have no effect. Because since <laughs> we've been on, happening. we've since we've been on as this mostly liberal flow, we've made lots of jokes against Brexit, lots of jokes against Donald Trump, lots of jokes against Theresa May, and they've all just gone on to success. <laughs> well, success. they might have been. They might have won by more. Might they? <laughs> yes, but yes. I think I, I don't know. I don't. Know, I can't yeah. speak for Jack, but he's a brilliant comic and soul sure, and a lovely sure. fella and everything. So I got. I wouldn't. I don't think he's, he's got anything unpleasant that he's trying to say, um, but. I would say that there is a wing of what you would call the left or sort of liberal people with a sort of liberal agenda who take everything literally and mm, who mm. simply don't have a sense of humour yeah. and they are infuriating. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so whatever you say, they will say, oh, I, and then, of course, what I get is I expected better for it. I've got a joke about it. So on Twitter, there's not a single collection of words you could put that wouldn't offend someone. You could put, I'm enjoying a delightful sunset across Dorset and someone would go, not so delightful if you suffer from sunset aversion Dorset <laughs> syndrome actually not have a, have a thought for sad sufferers in the future please so right. and, or this so is a right. true one I put something about Trump being a psychopath four replies don't add to the stigma against psychopaths. <laughs> oh, piss off! Yeah. Just, it's the, they're I, suffering as well. They've got nowhere to put their the salad because their fridge is full of heads. Part, I just... part of the left at the moment, I would agree with you. There's a bit of sen- censoring in that side of things yeah. and identity politics is part of it as well. Mm. It's when you are, you know, you want to self-identify but then feel like you can also identify everyone else and surely that works both ways. You know, and Owen Jones, yeah. who is someone that I've sort of read at length and enjoyed did an article during during august about you know centrists being the true ideologues and the true extremists and i was just like oh god come on you know yeah Yeah. and so that part of the left is is a part that you you can't win you'll get let me fix that for you on twitter like and and what happens is people feel like they've done something but all you've done is be the moral police so you're like literally going burning a fire if you get something or you do something you have this you make the slightest mistake that they come on, they come down on you with like full force, and I think well, most of us want to oh, be on the right hideous. side of history. No, but, you know. but it's astonishing. I, I mean, I, I, I cultivate a troll farm, but it goes with the territory. But what's the what's the biggest negative response you've? It's probably not a fair question off the top of your head. You don't go below the line. Oh, yeah, on the you you don't treat them. You treat them like the portaloo at Glastonbury. Don't go down. <laughs> that is just turds. But, I mean, it really. But it, but yeah. I two years ago I decided yeah. that I was never going to read any replies or yeah. and again on Twitter. It's the best thing I've ever done. I'm sure because I just tweet 
And then, uh, boom, boom. <laughs> so I run into a room, shout my opinion and run off. And I don't... Honestly, I'm probably getting all kinds of shit, but I don't know, so it's fine. You don't, you don't know. My boyfriend said, I, I did a piece on... Um, I was talking about the fact that I was in town at the weekend and I saw a poster for Annie... Right, this is just, it may seem stupid, like a small thing, but it had a picture of Craig Revel Horwood, and I was like, "Why is he now playing Annie?" Like, we have so few roles, comedic roles for women over like thirty-five. It's a brilliant role, and now this—it's not a panto dame. So I put that up on Twitter, and I got hellfire and fury. I had some people supporting it, you know, like Catherine Ryan retweeted, going a hundred percent, like kind of going, "You've already got it all." But then I'd get like, "Oh, this is what you get for being a gender-neutral feminazi man," you know. And Andrew that... Lawrence followed you. <laughs> he blocked me. He actually blocked me. Really? Um, but um, but but the, the the thing of it was is I was sort of replying to a few people and then but some of them were people on the left. There was a perfect example, yeah. and I replied to someone going, "Oh, uh, unsurprisingly, Virgin with zero followers." Um, I can't remember. I, I sort of slammed him, but then I got this like, "Yeah, well, this is why I hate." Um, and these were left wing people going, "This is why people like her are awful, yeah. and they're just opportunists." And literally, and so it's, like, it's okay for you to come and attack me, but when I use the same rhetoric That's or words that you use, then it's not okay and I'm not left wing anymore but then my boyfriend got really annoyed because he was like it was a Friday night we're sat in the flat drinking Mm. wine watching a film it's like it's like you've bought them in the room they're in our house and it's like you've bought and they're upsetting you and you know so he's like just don't reply at all it's hard though it is hard because when you see you know Several hundred people are saying that you should be like piling in, execute. Yeah. <laughs> this slightly annoying, but I, I had one. Um, I had one about uh, when the oh, right. Oh, the context of this is when all those Labour MPs resigned from the shadow cabinet, wherever it was, and tried to bring down Corbyn well, uh, when he was leader. Yeah, so he had yeah. to have a second the election. The, the, the Hillary ban. And I put there was something. Oh, I'm not going to say exactly what it was, but there was a something on the radio one morning. I woke up. There was someone on the radio about how they a load of the MPs had gone to Corbyn and said, "If you stand down now, we promise we will maintain your policies, but with a different leader." And I thought, oh, really? He's not going to fall for that. And I just, it just, I turned and put something on Twitter about. I put, I wonder what they'll promise him next if he. And I put this little joke on there, and I went. Out and then Robin Inch rang me, in fact, and said, oh, it's all kicked off on Twitter and I hadn't even noticed. <laughs> and there was just, you know, when you're just flicking through it and there's no end to it. It's, it's like a bottom of wow. thousands of MPs and yeah. all various Whoa. people, Whoa. minor celebrities, all demanding that you apologise and all that. And it got, it did get to me to say, I was going up to Stockport, to do one of my radio shows, and I thought... Is this such a big thing now? Because there was a bit about it in the Telegraph and stuff. I thought, is this such a big thing now that I'm going to get there and there's going to be a protest or something? And I got there and, of course, it it was brilliant. I had a brilliant two days in the programme. And I thought, oh, even that is such... Once you spread that out over the country, whatever it is, 2,000 cross people who take everything literally and just are waiting to call you anti-disabled or something because you've said cut and saucer I just I, I just <laughs> I just I, I they, had one they, they're, they're irrelevant there's there's, a, there's, a, there's do, a whole you, new show in this. I think it's brilliant. I, I had one about calling Trump flabby. That was one that I and had. And they come piling and in. I, and yeah, and I got you hurt all fat people when you... <laughs> and I was like, I feel it's okay to talk about Trump in the terms that he uses consistently to describe women. Of course. So I'm attacking him using his own. Yeah. But I got how this is bad for anyone who has 
weight issues because you've said the word flabby yeah. about him and it hurts all I people. You're rethinking your policy now, aren't I don't, you, Josh? I don't, I don't miss it. I don't miss it. <laughs> I, I, I ask that question because the weirdest one, I get shed, I get, I'm a phoning host, it goes with the territory and it's my skin is as thick as a rhinoceros's. But this year, you would we could sit here for 10 hours and you'd never guess the one that brought in the most vitriol and the most hate and, Ooh, from, from the people guess. that you're describing. Not Brexit. Nothing, no, I get I get that all, the, I like that, I'm not going to lie to you, Foxes. I'm a masochist. No, no, good call though, foie gras, that kind of thing brings out a certain type but you'll never get this I swear you won't was it politics uh, no it wasn't Football, no, it was news it was, it was something that has happened this year and I tweeted something I thought was utterly innocuous and uncontroversial was it about sunsets in Dorset <laughs> <laughs> leave the sunsets no I'll even tell you what it was about it was about it was in the aftermath of the Grenfell Tower tragedy which I've covered quite closely and I've yeah. got great connections with a lot of the people involved and, and I'm you know mm. working on their behalf and I tweeted the first weekend afterwards don't riot like, don't, don't go out because I've got that kind of following on Twitter. Yeah. Don't go out yeah. and riot because it, even though something awful okay. has happened, you won't make anything better by yeah. by stoving in the the shop yeah. front of a of a nearby newsagent. I've never seen anything no. like it. How, how, how dare you? You're so out of touch. You did. This astonishing. And I I, I, oh, I yeah. thought I'd seen the darkest oh. corners of Twitter. Actually, Grenfell is one that's really got people. I, I got I got policed. I got told off for using the word poor, poor people. Right. And um, I was told, oh, that's actually offensive. And I was like, what would you like me to call them differently financed? <laughs> you know, like, the, I, I mean, at the at the point where I can't use the word poor, it's, also, it's not, that's not a, that's not a, um, uh, a horrible comment on the person. That's a state of it's a relative I've been term. poor. It's a relative I've been term. poor. Yeah, it can yeah. be changed. Absolutely. But that's at the point that there is a point on the left that we're sort of get, hedging towards that. That's almost Orwellian. Yeah, that is almost like good and ungood. And you know, we can't. But I tell you what, I think it's a handful of people. It's Do you think? Not, it's I think not it's as many most people. Well, you go out in front of an audience right, and you'd, right, you'd yeah, say yeah. poor. No one is going to complain. No, they're looking. No they're thinking. What can I say? Finding something to be offended about, and hopefully we've provided them with plenty. <laughs> during, during the proceedings here because that is your extra strong extra stable segment for this week many thanks to Mark Steele Tiff Stevenson and Josh Whittacombe don't forget to subscribe to the full strong and stable podcast yes we're going to keep that catchphrase going long after Theresa May's government is a distant memory with new episodes coming to your ears every Friday thank you and goodbye that was strong and stable we'll catch you next time please subscribe Deezer. Deezer Originals